Hey, what up, people? Welcome back to uh, Frank Berry's Life and Car Confessions. It's August 2nd. Fucking August, man. Motherfucking August. You're almost over with. You're almost over with, but, uh, Exciting news, uh, as we all know, Bucket List is done. Fucking done. Saw the Foo Fighters on Monday. Uh, but before I get into that, I'm going to go ahead and uh, do these quick little shout outs. One, shout out, Old Man Mason. Okay. Old Man Mason, the band to get your groove back to. Now, Stella got her groove back in Jamaica, okay? If you can't afford, if you don't get Jamaica money, okay, play you some Old Man Mason. You can find them on Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, a band camp. Get your groove back. Shake your ass. Pop that Pussy, pop, pop that pussy, or shake your dick, just waving around if you can. If you, if you need to uh, work yourself up for a chubby first to shake it, go ahead. Get your groove back. I like the um, what was it? Is a shot? I believe it's a shot called "Rock Out with Your Cock Out." That's what Old Man Mason does for you. So go ahead, look them up, listen to them, and enjoy the motherfucking music. All right, uh, now on to, uh, no, no, I got a couple more things before I completely hang up. Um, my podcast, Frank Berry Podcast, could also be heard on Spotify. So add me to your go look me up, add me to your playlist. And let's get weird. Tell your friends about me. And um tell your friends friend. Tell your friends friend friend friend. That if they listen to Spotify, hey, I know a crazy funny motherfucker. And uh he got a good podcast and uh, you know, you know, go ahead and help, go ahead and hit hit subscribe and enjoy the motherfucking show. And uh yeah, okay. Start the goddamn show. So, Monday. Motherfucking Monday. Uh, if you don't know, but I don't think I told, said this, but I had bought a shirt. I seen it on the Book of Faces, where you can also find my my uh, podcast, The Cock of Fetches. I got, I got my own Facebook page called Frank Berry. Go ahead and look, add that to your little subscribe list and you can see the videos of the cockfishes. But uh, months ago, I had bought a shirt and it's a <clears throat> cartoon drawing, comic book drawing. Dave Grohl, out of space, like Superman style. 
and the words say, "There goes my hero." Watching Massey go, and this the uh, the Dave Grohl from that video, not the Dave Grohl now with longer hair, but the shorter hair, Dave Grohl with a mustache and beard, and um, I saw it, and I and I put it on, I wore it to the show, and God damn it. I got complimented on it. A few different people said they really like my shirt. Uh, as I was checking in, the guy who was uh, checking the ticket said, uh, "Hey, are you a fool?" He was old guy. He said, "Oh, you a fool for the fair, huh?" I'm like, yeah, I could tell. Like, you should be too, buddy. And uh, he was like, "Oh, I like a few of their songs, but..." Too much for me a little bit, but they do get some good songs like, hey man, I get it. Huh? You like old school shit. The Beatles? Huh? You like Chuck Berry? Elvis Presley? Probably. Uh, he's an old white man, so I'm quite sure he loved Elvis Presley. If not, Johnny Cash. Or he a Hank, Hank Williams fan, not Hank Williams Jr. Or maybe he does like Hank Williams Jr. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't ask. None of my goddamn business. But uh, um, get to my seat, good seats, and um, my few of my friends were there. A couple of my friends with uh on Sunday night, and um, I asked them about how long the show was, what time to go on, so. I get a better estimate of what time I was going to show up. And, um, Jesus Christ, man. It was so good. It was so fucking good. Like, a few of my friends who were also there with me on, uh, as Dave Gross said, night two. Night two. Because he kept saying that night. Night two, 19,000. It was 19,000 people there for night two. I don't know how many people there for night one. But have in a thousand range for like two nights in a row. I just let you know how good they are. The longevity of them. They've been around. They know what they're doing. Okay? Hit at the motherfucking hit. They play like nine of their songs. They did like three covers. The, the drummer, he sang the song, and the lead guitarist sang the song, yeah. They was on stage for three hours. A little under three hours. Maybe say, let's, let's say 2.47. And did 12 songs. They was just jamming. Just fucking jamming. Oh, God. And... It made me think about it, um, the feeling of when I first heard them. 1998. No, 1999. 1999. Uh, That was 19 years ago. I was 16. And I watched the movie Varsity Blue. No, with my with my nigga James Van Der Beek, and get to that point where uh, towards the end of the movie, 
the uh, office lineman puts his hand into the ground and them drums just kick in. The drums kick, just start kicking in and it was just, I don't know. It was just magic when I heard that, when the first time I heard that shit. Because it was like, um, I said to myself, who the fuck is this? And and I tried listening to the, uh, what, no, I tried watching the credits, trying to find a name, but I didn't even know the name of the fucking song. So every time I, that movie came on, like I didn't even record the movie, I just recorded the uh, the post credits to see if I could find the name of that goddamn song. I never did. I didn't find it to like probably like twenty. And YouTube. Yeah. About twenty twenty one. Cause I found find from a radio station. I played like alternative music and I was constantly listening to it and I found out other shit like I heard of Incubus. Uh, Pardon Me. That's one. That's my one of my favorite songs about Incubus. Uh, I know I don't get a lot of, lot of shit for it, but uh, Coldplay. But I don't give a fuck. I like Coldplay. They got some good shit. So I heard them and uh, Evanescence's first album. Heard that. Heard Corn. And like I heard a Foo Fighter song, I didn't realize it was the Foo Fighters. Because it wasn't Hero. That's what I heard. I didn't, that's the only thing I knew about him was Hero. And and so, like, MTV, they, like, I get another more music channels, and I seen Everlong video. Like, man, that's a real-ass fucking video. It's a good song, but I didn't realize it was the same goddamn band. So, like, like I'm saying, it, my, 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 my first love go back to him back to 1999. And this was at the height of like cash money and no limit records. Okay, at the height, I'm li- I li- and I, and I grew up in Gary, Indiana. Okay, and I heard this band. I'm starting to fall in love with different music, because only music I knew was my parents' music, which was you know Whitney Houston, Luther Vandross, and Teddy P. and a whole bunch of different other other singers, like Temptations in them. <laughs> and uh, my brothers, they like the Ghetto Boys. And who else? No, Scott, well, Scott Face is part of the Ghetto Boys. So... <coughs> So uh, who else? Um, I had my cousins across the, across the street. We liked some of the same shit. Like we both, we was just, just like some No Limit. And then uh, we was also listening to uh, Outkast and Goody Mob. But I learned about Goody Mob from my older brothers. And I remember seeing Outkast video for Elevators and just all the music I listened to and heard, it just felt like 
it was um, from either my parents or my brothers. Like I know them, know this music because of them. And when I heard the Foo Fighters, it was like I discovered this music for myself. I found, I found it, and I like it. This is like for me. My parents didn't like it. They didn't get it. My brothers didn't like it. Nobody else liked it but me. And I fucking, it was, and that's just so fucking good. They're just so good. And um, it was just such a good show. And um, I just can't put it in words, man. I really, truly can't. Um, like, I remember the second song started. So this is like, maybe like 15 minutes into the show. And I started getting emotional. I can't even remember what the second song was. But I legit started getting fucking emotional. Like, dude, a couple of tears fell. Not afraid to admit it. Cried a little bit. Night, I've been waiting, what, how long? It took me like four, five years to even try to find the name of this band. And then, like, I kept, all I kept saying to myself was, I remember I was supposed to go to the Upper Smoke Tour. And then my mother decided to have a, a fucking family reunion, a very family reunion, which we ain't had since. I don't know why I was even born then. So it'd been like, maybe like 20 years, 15, 20 years, and like, oh, we're going to have them one this week. Like, the Upper Smoke Tour is that week. Cup can't go. My first ever concert would have been going to see Eminem, Upper Smoke Tour. Nope. Fucking family reunion. <laughs> so, it's just, time went on and they, Life goes on. I just kept thinking to myself, oh, I'm never going to see this band. I'm never going to see this. So because, oh, they don't come to Chicago. Like, oh, well, they do come to Chicago. Like, oh, well, I don't know how to get there. I'm not horrible with directions. Oh, there's GPS now. Oh, I don't know where to go to buy tickets. I don't know how to find tickets. Uh, Internet invented, and I can use the credit card. Oh, yeah, I got none. I got none. I got no excuses. I can go now. GPS will get me there. I can buy my ticket online and they will email it to me. And, and they came to Chicago. So it's like everything was just lined up. All the things I never thought I'd be able to do, I can do now. Like going to comedian shows, going to see the fucking Foo Fighters, and I, and oh, it was so good, it was so good. I kept saying to myself, I wanted to leave by a certain time, cause I'm trying to beat the rush out of there. It's nineteen thousand people there, so it's gonna be fucking hell getting in and out of that building. So, um. But I was like, I couldn't leave. I couldn't leave until they played fucking Hero. 
I wasn't leaving. Wasn't fucking going nowhere until I heard Hero. I couldn't leave. I remember at some point I sat down. Cause I, I, I should have wore more colorful. I had some new gym shoes. And um, still breaking the man. And I ain't wearing those. So I sat for a, a second. And Dave Grove just up there jamming. He's talking shit. He said, hey. Can't believe I'm playing at Wrigley Field, man. Can't believe it. It's awesome. So how long, how many of you people uh, know or ever been, well, I won't say no, who've been to a Foo Fighter concert before? And people start screaming, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how many of you, this is your first time at one, one, one a Foo Fighters concert? And more, more people scream. Not more people, I don't know, it's probably equal or somewhat less. Screen for that, and then uh, he was like, Yeah, okay, cool, 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 cool. We've been around for 23 fucking years, and you're just not showing up to the show. Yeah, that's cool. Some of you probably uh, wasn't even born yet, so you couldn't go, but uh, yeah, the rest of you fuckers. No, he's talking shit, he's, he's just having a good time, and uh, and then he says, uh, Well, I'm gonna play an oldie. I'm gonna play an oldie. It's some old school. It's some old school one. And uh, and if you don't know it, look at the old gray-haired motherfucker next to you. He knows it, okay. And I'm just hearing the chords. I'm hearing the chords rip. I'm like, oh my god, he's doing it. He's fucking doing it right fucking now. He's doing it. Stood up, stood up immediately. Because he started playing it. We we're right into hero. And I'm just screaming at the top of my fucking lungs. And uh, singing along. He's, well, he's saying a song for like 10 minutes. Like, they were doing crowd participation. Going to one side of the stage. Going to the other side of the stage. Going to the front. That, that ramp thing. And having us sing a, 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 a hook of it. And... It was just so fucking good, man. He's so cool. He was just, just, just having a good old time, and he started talking about um, like he, like I said, he did a few did did a cover. He was one of the covers. Um, like we started started playing um, John Lennon, John Lennon, Imagine, No Imagine All the People. Something, 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 something. Ooh. You know, you know John Lennon, imagine. So that was playing. And uh, he was talking about how like to bring the, just bring people together. You know what's going on in Chicago, all the shooting and killing and all that shit. And it was all, tonight it's all about just having a good time and could take it out in the streets afterwards, just have fun and be nice and just have fun with each other. And he started singing a song, and I started listening to it like, this is definitely not John Lennon. Imagine. The, the, the beat is, what they're playing melody-wise is. And then he's like, I know this song. These motherfuckers sing Van Halen's Jump to John Lennon's Imagine. And it was just, it was awesome. Go ahead and jump, jump. Go ahead and jump. 
It was just so good. I, uh, the lead, the lead guitarist, he sang a cover of a Alice Cooper song. I don't, I didn't know it because I'm not, not in Alice Cooper like that. Um, the, uh, the drummer, he went up and sang, and they switched. And uh, they were like, yeah, don't don't get too comfortable. We don't need to be keep doing this. We don't we don't need to like do this because uh, be fucking crazy if uh, the drummer became a, the lead singer of a band. And I was like, ah, see what you did there. I see what you did there. You slick motherfucker, you. Cause that's what you did after you know your your buddy killed himself. Or you know we know what really happened, Courtney. Fucking bitch. Huh? Come on. Come admit it. Y'all know it was you. Fucking psychotic. Anyway. You killed Kurt Cobain, bitch. Evidence. But his finger was on the trigger, so we can't, you know. It was in the 90s. Our technology wasn't as good as it is now, but as it was back then. If they're going back to find a Tupac murder, they should reopen Kurt Cobain case. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, now I forget where it was at. God damn it. He did the jump. Oh, the drummer. Uh, he Before he got on stage, before he started, got to the front and started jamming, he was doing a little bit of the Queen. No, um... Uh, Freddie Mercury used to be like, hey, 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 he was doing that. He was doing it good too. And um, he had bought some tights. They were like leopard print tights that he was wearing. And he had basketball shorts on over top of them. Uh, he took the basketball shorts, because it was towards the end of the tour. So he took the basketball shorts off and threw them away in the crowd. He was just dancing around these leopard tights. And he's uh, so skinny, which I see why, because he's fucking jamming on them drums. <coughs> I just felt like he just kept, he was doing like drum solos all night because he just had to keep going. Him and um, like Dave Grohl and him was going back and forth. Like Dave Grohl would do like a little melody on the guitar. And then the drummer would do his version of it on the drums. And he was just ripping back and forth for a minute. And then it just kept going it was just so fucking good and then everybody had their own solo you know um like the lead guitarist he did his, like a little guitar solo um uh, one of the bass players he did like a little little something and he started they started playing uh uh doom 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 another one bass it does that's what the bass the head i he wasn't i would say Cause it's like you know the head bass guys that uh like the gay dude who was originally part of the band but they left and they came back with like great hair but he got still nice thick eyebrows, dark eyebrows. I don't know his name, but uh, he did a little something afterwards, and then the final one was a drummer and then and then like you know we thought they, they, they asked like the show was over. Um. And they backstage and shit, and um, nobody's left. He said, "No." He said, "The person, thank you for coming out. Thank you." Well, you know, mm-hmm. we don't say um, 
We don't say goodbye. We say we'll see you next time because we're going to be back. And um, I think he did one of, one of these days. I think that was the song. And they walked off stage and everybody was just, then leave. we were screaming, we was chanting. We started chanting night two. Just fucking chanting. Night two, night two, night two. And, uh, and, um, we cut to the big screen and it's, it's that, it's that green shit, that night vision shit. You see Dead Grove pointing at the drummer's pants again, talking, talking shiz. And, um, and then he grabs a beer, he started drinking it and started doing the whole Hulk, Hulk Hogan ear thing. Like, you know, I can't hear you guys. What is it? You're screaming? Okay. Then put his finger up like, you want to do one, you like, you want us to do one more, one more, one more? And we're just screaming. We're screaming like, oh, like two, do two, like we're yelling for two. We need more. And he drinks some more sip of his beer and puts two, and he puts two fingers up like, you feel like two? Like, yeah, fuck. And they scream more, did the old ear thing again. And then he tries to sip a beer again. He's like, he's like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. And then, um. Green, the TV, the big screen goes off. Lights come back up on the stage. They walk back out. And he was like, you fucking people, you fucking guys, I love you guys. Well, we get really close to this whole curfew thing. You can't fuck it up. And then, you know, Billy Joe would never be able to come back. So that was funny. I don't even fucking care. You know, it was just, it was just a good riff. And uh, I forget what it started off with. Um... Maybe times like these, you learn to love again. Um, but it was another classic hit. And, and then, I'm thinking to myself, oh, he's not going to play it. But it was, we, I was getting ready to leave because, you know, I know it's about time and it's about the fucking, the show was in it. So, they start the next song. And the next song is ever long. I'm like, God damn it. I can't go nowhere now. I can't go nowhere now. He's fucking singing it. He's closing with Everlong. My one like I think I wanna say I like walk. Learning to walk again. That's a good that gets me moving, but the second song I heard from that was Everlong. So it's like and like the, and the acoustic version of that song is just so fucking good. If I ever get hitched, if, you, if, you, if your boy Frank Berry ever settles down and gets hitched, that's going to be my uh, the wedding song that, that the first dance to. Acoustic version of Foo Fighters Ever Long. And I'm going to try to play as much Foo Fighters throughout the goddamn like rehearsal dinner and shit as much as I humanly fucking can. Like, you know how the Brad walks down the aisle and they got the young song? I need my song. I need my moment where I can walk out to Dave Grohl's, I said Dave Grohl, the Foo Fighters. Hero. My hero. I know I had to work that out with a broad and the DJ, well, I mean, I'm paying them so he's going to have to fucking do it. If not, I'm punching the fucking dick. But, uh, yeah, that's coming out too. Oh my God.
Now, I said this uh, many times about different shit. Like, I only see things once. Like, I've been to a Bears game, so I never, I never need to go back. I go, like, I want to go back to another hockey game. Just, you nah, do it one more time. It was fun. Um, I want to do at least one basketball game. I like going to the Sox game when they're, like, cheap seats. Because there's not that many people there in the cheap seats. Like 10 bucks, man. Can't beat that. Um, I want to say, like, I never, like, I've seen one comedian. I don't need to do it again. But I've seen Kevin Hart twice. Uh, I'm about to see Bill Burr twice. And I can honestly say, without a shadow of a doubt, that uh, I'm going to see the fucking Foo Fighters. Every fucking chance I get until they stop playing my hero. If I go to a Foo Fighters concert and they don't play my hero no more, like that, they don't play it, like, all right. It's like they're done, I'm done. I'm not done supporting them and, like, you know, buying, like, albums and shit, but they're not playing my jam. So I just listen to it from, my, from 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 the comfort of my own home. All right. So yeah, yeah. I literally was thinking about it. Like, oh, I just need to go one time to see him. Nah. Nah. I need to see that motherfucker every fucking chance he come to Chicago. I need to see this goddamn man. So yeah, I'm definitely going again. Don't know when they're coming back. Don't care. But I'm fucking going. I don't care whose dick I got to suck to get tickets. I'm getting tickets. I'm going to a goddamn show. Man. Such a good show. And they were smoking weed. Like, the start of the second song, I started smelling some really good ass weed. And I want to say it came from the white dude who was down like two rows and to the right of me who had blonde dreadlocks, the older white dude. But I don't think it was him. I don't think it was him. Because um, it felt like it was the weed smoke came like from behind me and went to the front of me. So, yeah. But uh, such a good show. Such a good fucking show. Ah. Uh, Definitely, definitely seen that again. Well, well, I'm not quite sure you're t- tired of me talking about the Foo Fighters. So, what, what else? What else went on? Shark Week finished up. How about that? Talk about Shark Week. And I hope everybody enjoyed this Shark Week. I did. Uh, seeing more more people get bitten. I love the thing I love about Shark Week is just seeing white people get bit. Um, and look for a minority every every fucking year. Because every white person be like, oh, I'm, I was in their territory. I don't, I don't hate the sharks. I don't have any angst towards them whatsoever for, um, for like, taking my arm. And it's always a, when, a do, when a, a minority do pop up. And he get bit by a shark. 
it's the exact opposite. It was the exact opposite. Because they're, they're not out there, like, in the water, scuba diving and looking for them. And trying to, no, these motherfuckers are working. They fishing, they're trying to, they're doing jobs. And then they get bit by a shark. Shark attack happened. And, and they say the exact same thing. Fuck them motherfuckers. If I ever see the one who bit me, I want to rip his fucking teeth out and tear his eyeballs out and, rip, and wear them around necklace. I want to cook that. I'm going to catch that motherfucker. I'm going to cook him up and, and feed him to my fucking family. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take his head and wear it as a fucking a mask. And, and, I'm, and that's how I'm going to go fishing from now on. And the rest of the motherfucking sharks know when you, if you come near me, this is what fucking happens. Okay? I cut you, I catch you, I cut your fucking head off and I wear it as a fucking helmet. You piece of shit. I'm gonna find you, I'm gonna cut your dick off and shove it at your goddamn pointy ass sharp teeth mouth. But he didn't curse like that. But he was that angry. And that's the HBO version. That's like the Def Jam version of what this guy said when he got uh, bit by a shark. Um, and here's here here's here's another thing. They start doing exploring the megal the megalodon shark again. There's a megalodon movie coming out, and it'll come out I think this month in August. Shark Week ended this past Sunday. Okay. Who fucked up in marketing? Shark fucking Meg- that megalodon movie. Should have came out. Fuck. Take that back. It wouldn't work. Because Mission Impossible came out this past... Did it come out this past Friday? I think it did. But Megalodon ain't going to get big numbers anyway. It still should have released it. I would have. Like, hey, man. When is Shark Week come out? We making a Shark movie. It should come out that week. Or it should have started off, came out the week before. Uh, the week before. I think Equalizer came out the week before. Well, I think I take it back. I think I take it back. I think they had. It should have came out this week then. Tom Cruise. Dizel Washington. Yeah, yeah, they would have been really fucked. They should have. Uh, they should have came out this week. Cause I still think they come out towards the end of August. Like August twenty second. I'm not sure if that's an actual Friday or a Thursday night. Uh, Father knows that's a Monday date I just threw out there, but I don't fucking feel like looking it up. Um. But yeah. I'm looking forward to next year. See, see, see more victims. See more sharks. Uh, what I really need them to do is um, go down deeper to that water mo. Because well, uh, they went down, you know they go down deep to the water. And when it gets down real deep, like, like look like everything down there is like pretty much clear has no like pigment and they're like blind like because there's it's pitch black down there so they, they, their eyeballs are useless it's all about sensor and smell 
And there's some real looking fucking animals down there. Really weird. The deep. Well, I'm quite sure there's like a shark. There's sharks down there. Because they showed a shark that jaw, his, his, his mouth, his jaw, his teeth extends out and catch shit and goes back in. It's smaller. It's not like big, like a regular shark that you think of. But it's ugly as fuck and his teeth stretch out. But pop out. Like, uh, you know Alien? You know how Alien, when the mouth open up, the little bit of Alien will come out? It look like that. That's what it does. So, uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. So, definitely looking forward to next year. See what else they bring to the table. Some other sharks. Well, same sharks, just more victims. How about that? They may find a, a fucking bigger shark this this next year. So, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I really would love... I know this happened already, but... Maybe not. I would love to see a tag team of like two gray white sharks. The biggest sharks. I know the tiger shark is like the most aggressive. But the bigger ones are like great whites. So I would love to see two gray whites take on a killer whale. A orca. Because you know orcas, killer whales, they eat sharks and other whales. They're double team them. They're, they're carnivores. They're man eaters. They're meat eaters. I ain't say man. They're quite sure they eat man too. But yeah, the carnivores. So I would love to see two gray whites try to eat one. Because one ain't about to, about to eat a uh, whale shark. That, that's an automatic loss. Fact. There, there's videos of one trying or run running away from and get caught and gets eaten. Talk about blood in the water, goddammit. Uh, what else? What else? Um, ah. Well, I was watching Shark Week. Uh, the whole, whole week. And still, like, even now. Like, watching commercials and, and shit, looking for stuff. Kind of to change subjects, but uh, I haven't seen like like cereal commercials in a really long fucking time. Like nobody promotes cereal no more. Or talks about cereal. Like sit down. If you've seen a cereal commercial, let me know because I haven't seen one like fucking forever, and it got me to thinking. Due to the fact I haven't seen cereal commercials, like is like the tiger. Is it extinct now? And once and once the tigers go extinct, are they gonna get rid of Tony the Tiger? Because that just like confused kids, like little kids, like hey, what is that on like cereal box? Tony the Tiger. Oh, what happened to him? Where? Where? I want to see one. You can't. They're all extinct. You look them up on YouTube. That's how Tiger's gonna get looked up now on YouTube. I know the last white rhino died, so uh, 
my question is, are all the Tigers dead now? And if so, how come nobody's talking about them? They posted everything like on social media about uh, that the the, the 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 last white rhino finally passing away of old age. Uh, how come they're not talking about the fucking uh, Tony the tiger? And his and, 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 and all the tigers passing. But people just don't care enough about him. Or the fact is Tony's not dead. And still alive, and they're fine, and some, and maybe the tiger population is actually fucking growing, and I'm a dumbass because I didn't look it up, huh? I didn't research it. I fucked up. I tell you what, fuck you. I, you didn't even think about the whole cereal and the whole economics of the shit until I brought it up. So, in your face. Okay, you're welcome. Now go out there and eat some Frosted Flakes or some Captain Crunch or Captain Crunch and Berries. Eat just the berries. Now, here's the thing. No, they just do all berries. That's just a great idea for, for like cereal shit. You just all berries. But actually eating all berry cereal. I couldn't do that more than once. I need that. I need the sharp corners of Captain Crunch to cut up the roof of my fucking mouth to really just bring it home for me. Like, uh, I haven't had cereal in such a fucking long time. And kind of miss it. Uh, kind of feel like going out there and get some Captain Crunch. But the best part about it is um, like why I love Captain Crunch so much, it really helps make the roof of your mouth stronger and tougher. Because it toughens it up. It needs to get toughened up. So that way it's harder, like you eat hot food and you burn the roof of your mouth and that skin, get that skin, that known piece of skin, you just wait till it fall off or enough and you can pull it off. Now, now it just tastes weird in that corner of your mouth. Of your mouth. Hey, if you eat enough Captain Crunch, the, the sharpness from the, the corner of that, of that crunch builds up and toughens that shit up so that won't happen. That's a fact. You can't look that up on Google, but that's a natural, just like a hood fact. And you're welcome for the information. Okay? Take that with you. Enjoy it. I share that with all of us. If you need to strengthen up the roof of your mouth, eat you some Captain Crunch. Okay, start off with Captain Crunch and Berries to build up. You can't just go full on Captain. I know Captain is original, but eat, eat the berries to help dilute it a little bit. And after a week, switch over to Captain. And you got to do that for at least two to three weeks. Two to three weeks and in the roof of your mouth could take a UFC punch. Okay. I'm talking about Tank Abbott punch. That's old school for you. Uh oh. Who was it? John John Bones Jones. A John Bones Jones elbow. Uh 
a Ronda Rossi tap. I don't know how you tap out a roof of a mouth. You can't. So that one don't make sense. Um, but it just makes the fucker stronger, okay, people? Go ahead. And, uh, like from one of my favorite podcasts, uh, Your Mom's House, try it out. Like he always says, just try it out. You may, you, it may work. Try it out. What else? What else is going on since we last chatted? Um, I'll tell you what, uh, what's going on that uh, I'm excited about, that a lot of men are excited about. Uh, the male birth control pill. It looks like it's starting to get, get put through and uh, come to fruition, come to pass, as you may, and uh, start getting sold and made. Uh, now, to say the um, birth control for women is like 90, 99% perfective, and the condom is 99.5% effective. And um, like I said earlier, like a lot of people nowadays just ain't really using condoms, so like getting diseases and shit, syphilis, the black plague, uh, the bumpy balls, um, my, my question to you fellas, when this whole, the birth control pill for guys come out, one ladies, are you going to ask the man when y'all get ready to bang? Because you may, just in case you like, you ain't on birth control because it fucks with you. So y'all use condoms. And then one night he, he goes to try to fuck you. He don't got a condom. And he would be, and, he, and, uh, and you'd be like, stop. Like, hey, hold up. You got any condoms? And he, and he tells you, no, I'm on the pill. Would you fuck him? I mean, y'all been fucking for a while. Y'all in a relationship. Let's just say, well, you good fuck buddies. Would you believe him when he said he on the pill? Just out of sheer curiosity. So this question more for the women. Women, would you fuck guys who are on the pill? Knowing us men have tried to go raw every fucking chance we get. So now they got the pill out, and we're telling you, hey, we on, I'm on the pill. So I don't need a condom. My sperms are dead. Would you believe them? I personally, uh, I'm going to stick to condoms because I got a good job. Get rid of good insurance. I ain't trying to get trapped with a with a broad I do not care for. Nah, I ain't gonna lie to you. Your boy Frank Berry just in these streets. I'm just out here fucking when I can. Now there's women out there I hit on and try to try to get to know what you're attached with. And I get shot down. And then I move on. Move right the fuck on. Cause then there's a there's be a a, a woman who uh hit on me. Well, Issues in me, but I'm not interested in them. And I tell them straight up, hey, I'm not into you, but we can fuck if you want. Just, just hey, throwing it out there, curveball. They always say, cool, let's, I'm down with it. I ain't want to date your black ass anyway. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. 
Yes, she did. So, uh, I'm going to give you some condoms. Because I ain't, ain't about, about getting trapped. Okay? Another one just got trapped. Blake Griffith. Okay? A new contract, new money that he got. Did his child support 200 some thousand? A month? Who needs 200? That's just, that's not just for the baby. That's for the mother, too. If I was, if I was Blade Griffin, I would see if I can not this out in a song. Because one, I'm quite sure the, the baby mama probably lives in an apartment. Quite sure she lives in L.A. He got what? Uh, what let's say a hundred fifty million dollar contract. Tell it straight up. Here you go. I will cut you a check. Fifteen million. Fifteen million. Get lawyers involved. No more money from me. Joint custody. You know, I could get get them on the weekends or whenever. But fifteen million. If I was me, I'd take that. If I was some of these players, I'd just I'll cut a check. This much lump sum, leave me the fuck alone. My child still gonna get what he ever he needs. I'm paying for it. Needs, I'll take him back to school shopping. I'll pay for his field trips. I'll do that. But 200 something thousand dollars a month for child support, I'm quite sure... This bitch done quit her job because she don't need it. What she need to work for now? Bought a new car, bought a, a Gucci bag, a Louis Vuitton. All that money needs to go to that goddamn child. I will have investigators, spies on her all the fucking time. And I do mean all the fucking time. Fuck that shit. The fucking ripoff. The fucking rip off. She has no. I'm not getting caught up like that. That's all I'm saying. I can't. So, I don't stick to my condoms. I don't stick to my pullout game. I know every time I feel like I'm about to nut, I always pull out. I never empty out the condom. Well, take the condom off at the broad house. Any broad I've ever banged. I take that motherfucker with me. Throw that bitch out on the expressway. Let it get rolled over and drove over. Okay? Make it show what's happening in that motherfucker dead. I ain't getting caught up. God damn it. That's all I got to say. Now, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, that's been a podcast, people. And um, before I go... Uh, one more quick thing. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, contact FrankBerryPod at gmail.com. That's FrankBerry, F-R-A-N-K-B-E-R-R-Y-P-O-D at gmail.com. And now, for my car confession. It's a little throwback because all the silly have reminded me that uh, I had did this. 
that she brought up years ago. I'm talking about 9, 10, 11. I was in that, in, in that age group. I think I may have been on my way to Ohio. Uh, going to stay with my cousin. My cousin had came up here. He was from he lives in Ohio, and I'm going back with him. And I get my backpack with me. I think I got like my Super Nintendo in there, a couple of games, and my Game Pro book. <coughs> and we chilling out, waiting. And it's late, so it's a late flight. Um, and we just so happen to look up. And it's Raven Simone. I want to say she was walking with her parents. And me and my cousin was like freaking like, oh my God, it's Raven Simone, it's Raven Simone. Oh, we should go get an autograph. Let's go get an autograph. He was like, oh, you got something that she could sign. Like I just said, I got a game pro book. And this was went through my head. I'm not about to have this bitch sign my game pro book. I need my game pro book. Like you signed my game pro book, I can't use my game pro book anymore. How am I supposed to use these codes and find out what other games? I can't look at it inside of it no more because that would ruin her autograph. Right? Then he said, oh, he saw he saw me over the back. Like, oh, we just have her sign the game pro book. I was going to get it. Like, I legit said, no, I'm not doing it. Like, I had... My mom gave me a pen. She had a pen in her purse. Like, you gotta go ask. You gotta do it. You're you're a little man. Get get some courage about yourself and go ask. Like, I'm good. She's not signing my game pro book. She's not ruining my magazine. That's what game pro meant to me back in the day. It meant more than an autograph from Raven Simone, who I was a fan of at that time. I still like her now. I like her on on Blackish. She plays uh, Anthony Anderson's sister. And I like her role. It's good. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was Game Pro or Raven Simone. I chose Game Pro. That's a fact. All right? So, that's a podcast. I will catch you guys next week. And uh, all you fellas out there, y'all going to get us male birth control. Let me know if it worked. Alright. Catch you fuckers later.